Thank you for tuning in to the Real Talk podcast. This is episode number three. We've been keeping up with uh, the Omicron and COVID-19. The BA.5 is a new Omicron variant that's out right now. It's more contagious. It's not detectable by um, your average COVID-19 test. You would have to get a full panel blood work test done in order to see the antibodies in your system if you have it. Long story short, about two weeks ago, I've been the lucky recipient of it, and uh, it has put me out about two weeks to the point where I went to the ER thinking I had, like, appendicitis uh, because it was, like, just, it felt like so much pain on my side. It felt like somebody was squeezing me. But anyways, with that being said, I was able to indulge in Netflix um, for those for that for those five days that I was out. For those of you that know me, know I do not watch TV. I don't watch cable. I don't watch anything like that. I'm always in YouTube. I'm always indulging in YouTube, whether I'm in the bathroom, eating, or on the way to work. I'm watching YouTube. So I would say that my critiquing and judging skills on a show or movie are top notch, due to the fact that I don't oversaturate myself watching all these shitty shows, movies. I was able to binge watch three shows, really falling in love with one, watching it over and over again. Now, I say three because this honestly was three. Um, I tried to watch other ones, uh, other shows, other movies, and I just wasn't getting into them. I just think it was a bunch of bullshit. So these three shows, um, two we're going to talk about are really good. I suggest, I recommend them. They are honestly really good piece. Now this show happens to be the new series called Pepsi Where's My Jet. Now this show I don't think could have been casted any better and they used the real people. It was incredibly curated and well developed. I ended up watching it about four times because I absolutely fell in love with everything surrounding the story, the people. It's about a kid named John Leonard who's seen a Pepsi ad advertising the infamous Dream Pepsi Get Points contest we've all seen as kids and teens on TV. With the help of his good friend and investor, Todd Hoffman, they found a way to acquire the points and cash out on the greatest prize ever known to man and Pepsi, which was an F-16 Harrier fighter jet. Yes, you heard that right. I can't really explain too much without giving it away, but the story, let's just say it's incredible and Pepsi was not having it. Just read the fine print, right? One would think. Well, there wasn't one. I was watching some like reaction videos on YouTube, and there's one YouTuber called by the name of Coyote Lab. Posted a video and was like kind of talking down on it. He happened to be a corporate lawyer, which kind of seemed biased to me because you already know whose side he's going to take. So then here I go hopping in the comment section, and I put my two cents in. And I pretty much just told my point of view. Uh, what I thought was uh, I sided with the kid. Pepsi should have paid up the jet. The fact that there was no fine print and the fact that they that this ad passed so many sets of eyes. You have the marketing agency lawyers. You got Pepsi's lawyers. You got the insurance lawyers. It's just incredible that this even went down. But everyone's going to have their different view on it. I'm here to debate. Make sure you check it out on Netflix. It's called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? The second show I recommend you guys watching, since we're in the midst of it, is the FIFA Scandal Show. 
Growing up, I've played soccer. I've played in numerous FIFA-sponsored tournaments here in Chicago. This one, I had to hit play on it. And I'm still surprised that not a lot of people are talking about it, and it's not getting a lot of talk. Since we're in the midst of a World Cup, everything they're talking about is like what's going on right now. And it's I know people are watching this show. And honestly, I think people just don't give a fuck. This show is also a four-episode series, but the episodes are about 55 minutes, so... Um, be prepared to have some time to watch this series. Also, it might take a little longer if you're a history buff like me and you do your due diligence and you do your homework and you're going back and forth between Google and watching Netflix. It's going to take a little longer, but let me tell you, man, the stuff that goes on here, they talk about the corruption in Adidas before the Yeezys. Let's not like, let's not get political here. The TV rights, uh, sponsorships, like it's, it's insane the business side of this FIFA. We're going to dive into this one a little bit because, like I said, it's just incredible all the stuff that went down. Initially, the series starts off with the Department of Justice coming out in the press conference stating that there's been corruption in the executive committee of FIFA, which is the group of people who essentially choose what country the World Cup is going to be in and other politics involved in FIFA. There was an ongoing investigation 47 counts of racketeering, bribery, wire fraud, money laundering spanning two decades. According to the website ussoccer.com, FIFA was established on May 21st, 1904 by seven national associations. You got Belgium, Denmark, France, the Netherlands, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland to promote the game of association football as opposed to rugby or American football to foster friendly relations among national associations, confederations, and their officials and players by promoting the organization of football matches at all levels and to control every type of association. Football by taking steps as shall be deemed necessary or advisable. Sounds just like FIFA, right? FIFA growing up, there were so many tournaments, all levels, between kids, teenagers, high school kids, college even after college or during college, I'm sure there was all types of tournaments. But it's just insane. This is crazy. Going into it a little more, Stanley Rouse who was an ex-referee, uh, someone who fit the moral code and role of FIFA at the time. Uh, this individual should have won the presidency but lost to another uh, individual by the name of Jao Avalanche in 1974. Um, it was speculated that he bribed African countries, telling them that there'd be resources for their football in countries if they'd vote for him. It was speculated that right before the Congress to where they voted for this World Cup, that they distributed envelopes of cash to everyone um, at the hotel in Frankfurt to persuade them and get their vote. A lot of people say that when this gentleman, Jao Avalanche, won, that is when corruption took over FIFA. Now the series of the series on Netflix goes deeper into the corruption involving Joe Avalanche. Now, when he won the presidency, he hired an individual by the name of Sepp Blatter, uh, who was known to make money. So Joe Avalanche wanted to take FIFA to the next level. He hired Sepp Blatter to make FIFA money. He's the one who acquired the Coca-Cola, the Adidas sponsorship, which at the time were the biggest sponsorships FIFA could have. One quote that stuck out to me the most in the series was, if we can't fight corruption in sports, 
then why should we fight corruption at all? Now, since we're taking the time to do these uh, TV show reviews, there's one TV show that in 2011 came out on Fox, and it was only aired for one season. I followed uh, Sean Ryan, uh, a bunch of other writers from the show on Twitter, and they canceled it after the first season. They said that they didn't get the viewers for it, they didn't get the ratings for it, which I think was BS. This show was so real. Uh, coming from being born and growing up in Chicago, I want to say I would say it was one of the realest shows that I ever seen. Sean Ryan was actually the writer, I want to say, or producer of The Shield in New York, which is also a good show. And um, I just want to say that Chicago Code is definitely also worth the watch. I'll post a link right here. I've seen it and I have. I bought it on Amazon. For those of you that know, like all these Chicago shows, Chicago Code was an outlet. It had it was a, it's a 10 episode series. Three of the episodes would have been outlets for the current shows that are out today. You have Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD. When you start talking about the real stuff and exposing people to how stuff really is and start getting people thinking, I feel like the higher ups, you know, don't want you to see that. So the show, I don't think, was uh, brought back for a second season because of just how real it was. And honestly, I, I want to say it's like 10 times more corrupt than what the show portrayed it to be. But like I said, it's definitely worth the watch. And who knows, maybe we could bring it back. I'm sure Sean Ryan would love that. But that will be it for today's podcast. If you have any other shows, any movies for me to check out, like I said, I don't watch this. I don't keep up to date. I'm not watching the new Wednesday series. It has to be worth it for me. So please feel free to let me know. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time. Peace.